Hello and welcome to the Wingnet Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people in my travels that I want to bring them on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this. And I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hello and welcome to episode 49. And this week I'm joined by my friends Lynn and Carissa from the One Moment Please Hold podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about them migrating to Canada and how those sort of challenges um, can really help you if you're thinking about doing that. And also they both come from non-English speaking countries in terms of a first language, so it's good to get that idea of how to transition to a new country like that. We also do some great travel stuff about you know places they've been to in Europe and around the world, so it's a great episode to catch up on. And it's now full steam ahead into March with guests. I've got so many lined up, I cannot wait to release them. And we're going to cover a lot of countries in the next month or two. Again, thanks for downloading and listening to my podcast. I really appreciate the support. You can always find me on social media, put my thanks on there too. So let's get into the episode. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Let me know what you think. And I'll catch you soon. Cheers, James. Let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Winging It Travel Podcast episode today with Lynn and Carissa who host the One Moment Please Hold podcast. They are brand new to the podcasting world, uh, having released two episodes so far to date in terms of recording today. And they're here to talk about that podcast, the reasons behind they started it. And also we're here to catch up because we used to work together back in the day. Welcome both Lynn and Carissa. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. (laughs) It has been a while. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Great to have you on. Thank you. We, uh, when, I was thinking, when was the last time we saw you or I saw you? Was before I left work or did you leave work earlier? Yeah, I think um, we obviously worked together pre-COVID and yes. then I left yes, maybe, yes, yes, months yes, before yes. COVID. So that was probably last yes. time, like, no, I don't know, Christmas 2019. No, you've been up to so many things. <laughs> well, you know, got to keep busy. You? But um, how yeah. are you both doing with uh, like the whole remote working and and COVID, has it been for you too? I'm not completely remote. So I, I go oh, into the okay. office at minimum once a week. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, I, it, it's, it's a good balance, I think, because if I, if, my, if I don't come to work, um, I find that I'm less motivated for some reason, but uh, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and you don't have Lynn to talk to as well. That's the difference. Uh, Tell me about it. You don't have link to talk to. We will to on this podcast. <laughs> That's why we have to start a podcast. Yes, this is maybe why we had to start a podcast. Yes. Yeah. And Lynn, how's it been for you? No, I've been remote working for, I guess, like two years. Yeah. Now, almost, sorry. Uh, which is crazy because the last time I was in the office was to actually gather our stuff to like go home forever maybe hopefully not forever but um but it's been good yeah I managed to like set up a workstations I love the whole like not having to commute yeah uh and and just having a lot more time to you know do other stuff as well during the day so yeah okay. enjoying it for sure and just for the listeners you're both based in Vancouver right mm-hmm. yes. uh, same as me uh, whereabouts are you in Vancouver actually I don't know if you know whereabouts you're based like it's near Boundary and I'm also uh, near Boundary 
Okay. I, we I'm are like five be, minutes like, from each other. It's oh too God. convenient, oh James. <laughs> it is too convenient. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you recording podcast episodes. That's awesome. You just pop down the road to each other's house. Literally, I, I it's a five-minute drive for me. I'm like, Leah, text, I'm coming. And usually, like, at the after a podcast, I get out of Ling's, like, apartment with a bag of treats because she bakes. <laughs> she, and so, Lynn is a great baker. Let's just put that on record. yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, I miss yes. those uh, cakes and loaves. Back Your feet as well, hey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I need someone to consume. My <laughs> Happy obsession. to be a guinea pig all, yeah. at any time, any time. Do you get together? We'll get to the, the specifics of your podcast in it later on. But do you get together mm-hmm. like literally coffee in hand, uh, a microphone, and just sit down and record? Is that how you do it, or do you do it actually remote? We do it live. Yeah, like you're, you're so, so far, yeah, mm-hmm. because we will try okay, though, yeah, Go we ahead. will try to remote though because the technology we've just been working out the technologies, yeah, and like learning the whole like how do things work. So we <laughs> figure it's the safest to, to do it live, right. um, although not always, microphone. yeah, yes, I do. not always. It is not always safe because the last time we recorded, <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. Some, some heebie jeebies <laughs> came, I don't know, my mic was possessed. Because it had like a lot of feedback, a lot of static, and I was like, yeah, like I don't know how to. You you don't know until post recording, right? So I was like, yeah. oh crap! Like I yeah, if something happens in the middle, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's pretty pretty scary. That's so scary. just the whole like figuring out technologies and seeing mm. yeah how it works. Mm. That's the deepest part of learning, and then learning how to like post it as well. Mm-hmm. yeah i think remote recording is easy you just go on zoom you've got a microphone you press record done and it generally mm. is working mm-hmm. okay but yeah face to face i've only done it i think i've done it once or twice mm. and i've just plonked uh, my microphone in the middle of a table with each other at either end and it picks up the the audio but yeah i think if you want to go real technology i think you need an interface with maybe two microphones so one per we, person go into yeah. your laptop i think that probably would yeah. be the best way to do face to face but that's mm. a bit of money and a bit of getting used to the technology we we have it it's just a matter of figuring out how to make the two work two mics work together and yeah. then sometimes also because we record live sometimes you hear that you're you're gonna hear a bus you're gonna hear like true well, one time La- ling's laundry came on it was like <laughs> <laughs> and i was like <gasps> authentic <laughs> yeah it's very authentic you can hear everything and you know how we like amateurs because we don't know how to like cancel this noise <laughs> you gotta start somewhere you gotta start somewhere um yes sir before we get to the podcast like stuff and all that sort of um information let's just tell the listeners how do we know each other so we know each other because we all work together at stem cell where lynn is still working uh i think 2019 i joined so carissa you've left since as well you've gone to another yeah. job but I thought stem cell days, I look back actually quite fondly. And I thought it was a great laugh. We had a great group. We went for drinks on a Friday sometimes. Yeah. Then put cakes in. That's brilliant, right? And we had such a good like team, I, I thought. And can I also just say that I would bug Ling, which was her desk was near you. And yes. then I would bug Nancy. And then yeah. I would bug Sarah. And I would... <laughs> you just make your way down. Make, your way down. make my rounds, yeah. yo. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's the best time, yeah. Like it's we're like sitting close to each other, and we have like all the like, yeah, we get to bark each other, and mm-hmm. uh, just yeah, have a lot of fun. Actually, like walking and having fun as well. So that's mm-hmm. also part of like walking in like 
together in the, the same, I guess, space, right? That and we were downtown. Work out a lot harder. Yeah. We yeah, downtown, downtown. Yeah, right in the thick of it, right? So lots yeah. of happenings down there. Lots of lunches, lots of yeah. Friday drinks, and yeah, yeah. That, they're, they're good times. And yeah. quite fondly look back on those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of them a little bit. It's weird because even in my new job, I've only been in the office like for two months before COVID hit. So I've not yeah. really had that. Yeah, that same experience of stem cell where I go in mm-hmm. and meet Lynn and meet you and like everyone's there and just mm-hmm. kind of chatting every day yeah. about stuff. So I was onboarded two weeks. I was onboarded two weeks before everything shut down. So I I, mm. I understand how you feel because I didn't even have any training. They were just kind of like, oh, and my work doesn't have Skype. We didn't have laptops yet. (laughs) We're so behind where I work. And so technology technology was like archaic. And so um, it was very interesting to see, or not to see, it's very interesting to see the difference between like how live interactions really play a big mm. part in, in how you understand work culture and how you get to know like your coworkers. Like, yeah, we can talk about like our days like online, but like for me, like as a newcomer, I was like, I was missing like a big part of like, I don't know, yeah. like something yeah. in, in, in at work. Cause I had something to compare it to, right? Like I compare it mm. to stem cell and how, everyone was kind of glued together and we had a great time and and yeah like at my new job it's kind of like missing yeah, yeah we try a lot to like to adapt and learn to like create new experiences um for yeah newcomers because now we are working remotely so like everything we have to do like we have to like make an active effort to to connect with them virtually rather than just kind of bumping into to each other and like say hi Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's definitely actually more effort more effort if you think about it you yeah it's easy well, not to make an effort because you, you can just can, hide away like, on teams right and just like yeah you can hang out like after work as well right to some yeah. degree so so that's still okay um as long as it's not like huge crowd and you feel comfortable with it yeah we yeah. try to like create um remote uh coffee sessions where it's not work it's just um a 30 yeah. minutes coffee in hand that you just talk oh, about cool. life so yeah that we have just a lot of that week. yeah each week yeah, yeah. We don't have time for that. So. <laughs> yeah, you make time. Should. Make time. My job does not allow such things. <laughs> I would love to have something like that. <laughs> I also think we connected quite well because we were not really in the same bit of HR, right? We all worked in HR, but we all had mm. our so Lynn yeah, was obviously in the London development different, area. Different mm-hmm. area. Like HR. Yeah. Very complimentary. Yeah. So we kind of like didn't really have the same things to talk about because we kind of done different jobs. So. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like we could wander over and, oh, how's your day going? And what's yeah. new? And it won't be the same. Yeah. That's true. And vice versa. Like, it would be, like, I would, something, I have a ticket and I'd be like, James, what happened to my ticket? Like, <laughs> Where is like what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Ling, what's happening to our course? Like, <laughs> uh, funny times. We worked at Stem Cell, which is a biotech company in Vancouver. If the listeners want to know what they are, they trying to cure cancer right i'm no expert i'm not going any any further than that um but lynn could probably tell us a bit more yeah that's... i mean it's hard what yeah. I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk um, a bit about yeah. personal history you both uh, emigrated to vancouver so uh lynn we'll start with you you came from vietnam what age were you when you come across roaring 20 not knowing yeah. what i want to do so i was like let's move across the world and see what's there and did you travel on your own yeah, I came to Vancouver by myself. Um, we 
actually our up, one of our cu- upcoming <laughs> episodes gonna talk about that as well but yeah i came to okay. vancouver by myself just like kind of like hop on the plane my mom sent me off with like 100 pounds of luggage and and yeah off i went to um, land in vancouver it was the first spot and obviously it came here for school right so like, i came to yeah. a few weeks after like get settled a little bit go to school um learn my way around and 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 yeah it's all kind of like i know downhill uphill from there like it's more downhill and uphills from there <laughs> it's a journey <laughs> yeah. it's a journey yeah. yeah a unique journey <laughs> where did you study was it ubc uh no i went to sfu so SFU. simon fraser yeah. um yeah. i went i wanted to study human resources and at the time like hr was not a field like an actual developed field at least in vietnam it was like oh, okay new but there was no real like major there was no like proper programs yeah um so so yeah so that's why i was like if i study it here now like maybe i gain experiences and i want to see what is taught out there before uh returning not that i'm returning anytime soon but but that was the main reason and why canada was there any other options to go to countries yeah there was a few (laughs) Carissa's laughing because we talked about it too. <laughs> well, it's Canada because like the fur is like the other way of the other way, like furthest from my parents. <laughs> and, uh, right. To a point. <laughs> when you're 20, you just want to be like, yeah, you, know, you want to get out, out right? here yeah. and, and you want to see what's out there. And like, I, yeah, it's so hot here. Like it seems to be colder over there. So like, let's go. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I did consider a few like different spots, but eventually ended up in Canada. Like English-speaking countries is pretty yeah. diverse. Um, I heard good things about like life here. Like it's more peaceful than the state. We don't have guns everywhere, so mm-hmm. it sounds like it's a safe spot uh, to land <laughs> <laughs> when you like know nothing um, and you're moving to a new country. And um, I think it's a good like still to this day a good decision. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And also a couple of questions. Uh, whereabouts in Vietnam are you from? And did you speak English that well before you came? Oh, uh, I'm from the capital. Oh, okay. So Hanoi, yeah. Hanoi, yeah. Uh, born and raised. So I am a city person. Like yeah. I, yeah, like living in big cities or some of, yeah, kind of a big city is it's what I like. And we learn English. Well, I, I don't have a hard time speaking English, at least because... Um, I learned it for a long time. Like it's like the second language that they teach in school. So we started oh, okay. learning it in like primary school or yeah. like when I was six, seven or something. And now like nowadays kids there are like learning it in like when they were like three or four. So sometimes they speak even more fluent. Um, yeah. So not not a hard time learning English. We did yeah. And again, that's one of the reasons why I chose Canada, like an English speaking countries. And yeah. not going to like, I don't know, Quebec. Oh God, yeah, that would have been yeah. a bit of a yeah, difficult uh, transition, I think. Also, yeah. I found traveling in Vietnam that a lot of population, I think, is that half population is quite young? It's like under 25 or something, right? So everyone that I found that was kind of similar age or younger spoke English. And it's quite, yeah. you don't expect that sometimes um, when you're traveling to like... Yeah, seven. I don't think people expect that. At least the younger and in big cities for sure, Um they do like my parents speak english as well like okay, not yeah. as extensive but like my mom does and they used to speak in the older generation they speak a french and russian of course yeah 
like Russian and French was like the second languages for like a longest period of time, like our grandparents, but no, um, but not us. So yeah, definitely going through like the assimilations and transitions through different like culture influences. Okay. And did I hear or read somewhere that you learn English uh, also by watching TV? Oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your what was your I TV was on a podcast? Yeah. Was on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> what was your TV program that you remember like learning a lot of? Oh my gosh. I remember the first time my family had like cables. Yeah. So we were like we would watch like for me as a kid it'd be like cartoon like you remember Cartoon Network? Yes. And like I know. Yes. <laughs> and like Disney Plus, uh, yes. like Disney Channel, like Disney so Channel. Many Disney channels yes. growing up. And and then like the more like movies, things like HBOs, a lot yeah. of HBOs and like all oh, the news channels were there as well. Like MTV, MTV actually like the MTV. place where I got all my music. Oh. Like, you know, what the hot music of the Yo, world. MTV when they still had music videos. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. Like game thingies. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nuts. So yeah, MTV is like all oh, the charts. Oh, I miss those days like ages ago. And yeah, all oh, the news. Or the news channels right so like they always taught us like the american accents versus like the british accent and so you yes. have to watch like cnn and then you watch like bbc, BBC <laughs> yeah. to be like what's going on like why are they so different it's yeah so the whole like the whole thing yeah and obviously like you like you first start watching with subtitles but then you're comfortable and you can yes. understand um but again that's where like that's why sometimes like my reference point are off because it's referenced by like pop cultures <laughs> Which are like on TV yeah, yeah. and it's not like accurate. So I only <laughs> kind of like debunk those things when I kind of came to Canada and like see what it's like in real life. That's great. Yeah. And I think I've, I remember when I was traveling in Australia, I think, and these Japanese girls, probably, I think it's three or four of them at the hostel, didn't speak really great English, but they'd watch TV in English. And I'm like, can you mm-hmm. understand? They're like, nah, but we know some words. So we're just trying to yeah. learn and, and watch. I was like, oh, interesting way. Yeah, um, entertainment but, and learning learning language. Yeah, I guess if you're younger, though, that'd be quite cool because you're entertained and I guess it's easy to learn if you're younger because you're taking it all in. Yeah. That's interesting. And Carissa, where are you from? Tell us your story. I'm from Manila, from the Philippines. Yeah. Um, I came here when I was 16. Didn't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a slightly my, different scenario. Yeah. Yeah, my parents wanted me and my sister to attend university Um not in the Philippines. And so they moved us or they moved all of us here. Um, But this was a great point for us to come because um, my, I have cousins here. My mom has cousins here. Um, My mom's uh, aunt and uncle are here. And so we have like a base of, of people that we can learn from and kind of adapt. Like we, we will, we are able to adapt eat more easily because we have reference points to, to, go to um yeah and did you find the transition to like the language difficult or did you already speak English pretty well we um in the Philippines um have English as our second language so it has been taught to us since like nursery like Mm -hmm. and now it's kind of almost turning into the younger generations don't know how to speak my mother tongue because they're taught in English oh what Filipino they can't oh wow that's crazy it, it's it's crazy but also like disappointing because is, i'm like yeah, yeah. what <laughs> i i agree like some of the younger kids they learn english way too soon before they mm-hmm. like learn your mother tongues properly mm-hmm. 
And yeah. I don't think it's a good idea, but yeah, yeah. they it's amazing how they but it's it's also a sign of education and so you want to look educated you want to look cultured and Mm. so and you want to be perceived like that and you so you you will speak it as as much as you can um but before that i'm just gonna also go in parallel with lings like her her parents and older generations know french and russian my older like older generation family members they speak Spanish. Spanish, yeah, yeah. I thought so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very integrated into my mother tongue, and um, so it's very easy for us to pick up like Roman romantic languages and course. mostly Spanish, yeah. Yeah, and what was the reason for Vancouver? Just because of family, do you think? Is that because why? family was here. The longer the the long term plan was for us to land here um, in Canada and then move us to the US like, oh, okay. later on. It never yeah. happened. Never I'm, happened. So it, yeah. I'm so thankful it never happened because, you know, the U.S. is such a wild place compared to Canada. Yeah. Um, but my, it, it was because I also have relatives in Alaska, I have relatives in California. And so my mom wanted to move us there. After, it's easier to move from Canada to the U.S. than from the Philippines to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so this was supposed to be just kind of like a temporary holding place for us until... I, I don't know what my mom was waiting for, but it never happened, and thank God. So, <laughs> And are you both now citizens and got passports for Canada? I am a citizen. Yeah. And Lindsay? Quite, but on the way. On the way. At some point. So you get, you get that second passport, right? That's a dream. Yeah. I am so yeah. annoyed. I, yeah. I, so I like annoyed. dual pa- pa- passport. I would love to be a dual citizen, but, but the time that I applied, like my parents applied for our citizenship, dual citizenship wasn't allowed. So I turned oh. both my, my Filipino citizenship. What? I know. Hang on. So it's a good, good point. Is. So what does that mean when you go back? I'm a Canadian. You get a visa. Yeah, oh, so you have get to get a visa. visa. Even though you're yeah. born there. Tell me about it, James. Oh, I'll work on this, year. this is this year's project. I swear to God, because I I want to come home, but I also, um, I don't, it's not hard I, I don't need to get a visa. Like when my parents, I don't think I need to get a visa because I haven't come home, but my parents have gone home numerous times, um, yeah. but they, they didn't apply for a visa. They just come as a tourist for a limited amount of time with their yeah. Canadian passport. Yeah. With the Canadian yeah. passport, you don't need a visa. Actually, It's a very powerful passport. Okay. And that's, that's yes. why. Yeah. The Canadian one. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the most of... powerful. Uh, whenever you travel, you always have those lists of like the most powerful passports yeah. on, in the world. And then, yeah, Canada's always there. Canada's up there, yeah. I think the yeah. UK used to be good but until Brexit. Yeah. So oh, Brexit. Not sure. Let's not go there with that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not. So you both stayed in Vancouver, so you must like it. So why did you stay? Like, what? why didn't you, you know, think about to go somewhere else? Like, what, what kept you to Vancouver, do you think? Good questions. I I think it's just natural because I spent so much time here doing school. Like obviously yeah. had to stay for the whole school and everything, and then I just started working. And I think Vancouver is a good spot because it's really like culturally as well for you to adapt and kind of like find your spot, like find your place and like be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to meet a lot of people from different backgrounds, uh, and um, and you feel like I think for if you're newcomers or like immigrants, it's a good city to start because there's a lot of similarities in terms of populations and like culture. So you can find like, say you can go to the store, you find the food that you want. So that's makes it a lot easier. Um, it 
it's beautiful. Like when you start living here, you know, you know yeah. how beautiful Vancouver is. So like, it's a very livable city. Not the most, not the cheapest, but uh, right. livable in the sense of like you get nature, you get your lifestyle, and then you get uh, pretty much everything you need here. So yeah, the convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do agree with Ling. Like it's a good city to land, but in terms of the long term, yeah. Um, I have to really think about that question because coming here, my roots, like my roots are here. My family is here. My partner's family is from here. Mm. But at the end of the day, if you think about like, can you live your life as an, as an adult here, have a family like, and have like, I would say a very comfortable life. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Yeah. Um, because like, think about it in terms of like, housing is insane right like (laughs) it's insane which which was one of one of your values james was was like then fuck it like why 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 would you tie yourself to that right like yeah yeah yeah. absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. so but for me like my family is here and so that's my my biggest pull to Mm. vancouver if if i didn't um then i would absolutely live like elsewhere which is why we're going to the yukon um yes. just to see like what what it's like living in a different city um <laughs> very cold, cold <laughs> yeah. alternate yeah, it's gonna be, to, yeah. yeah and vancouver compared uh, to, uh, to go back to what Link said too it's a good place because the, the weather is not like as severe Extreme. yes yeah, yeah. there's a great point about you know my mantra and like you know not sticking to that buying a house but you make a great point. Buying a house here is impossible anyway. So that's not even an option for me here because mm-hmm. it's so expensive. Yeah. Like back home, mm-hmm. you much, yeah. probably get a similar job and could probably afford a house. It's not a problem. That's where I was like, no, I want to be a bit freer. But here, it's not even a choice. It's too expensive. It's even, too expensive. Even yeah. It's expensive. So um it's a great great point man. vancouver is great in terms of the surroundings and yeah let's like yeah. Uh, i know a lot of other people too like who like start in smaller cities and but like, that's what my grandparents did yeah get like start yeah. in a smaller city so like it's yeah. cheaper right to like yeah. build up a fund to like yeah. and then you can move somewhere like to a bigger city with like more like say better weather and better food and like whatnot which is um, which is so like to me, I was having New Year's dinner with my, not New Year's dinner, Christmas dinner with my grandparents and they were pushing us to go to Whitehorse and stay mm-hmm. there because that's what they did. They weren't in yeah. Whitehorse, but they were in Kitty Mat. And they oh, were okay. there for 23 years. Wow. Um, And they just saved so much money and they said, yeah. stay, in, stay in Whitehorse, buy a property, like live there for five years and come back. Like if, you, <laughs> if, that's, if that's what you really want and you want to come back. Yeah. But it, it is a good strategy, like what, yeah. what Ling is saying. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting point. I was on the plane on the way back and uh, there's three ladies behind me. No, two ladies and a guy. They're in their 50s and 60s, I think. And they're, just, they're talking about how expensive Whitehorse is becoming in terms of property. And I think I that's, that's because people are coming from Vancouver. Right, we're going to Whitehorse because it's We like are standing out. Yeah, yeah. You're I mean, I... The rentals are insane. It's the same as Vancouver prices because there's no supply. Yeah, the supply is too hard. And I told my grandparents this and they're like, well, just buy one there and turn it into a <laughs> rental property and use it as an investment. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's a mm-hmm. great plan. Let's see if yeah. I can survive if I my three days there. Hey, like it'll be negative, great, 33, be negative 33. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, there's a few no. things that I learned when I was there. 
that'd be <laughs> tough to live there. One, negative 20 to 30 in the winter. Two, Whitehorse is quite small. So if you're used yeah. to a big city, it's going gonna, it's gonna to seem like a village. Three, oh. the, the roads are quite interesting in terms of the winter so you're gonna have oh to, <laughs> you're gonna have to learn how to drive <laughs> that's okay my partner you need to drive like the, the big truck right i am not yeah, driving yeah. my partner is driving he used to work there he can oh yeah he can deal with it he yeah. can, like hell no i'm not driving there for now also winter there's only five or six hours daylight so it doesn't it's, get light until yeah. about 11 so um, I wish that might co-respond with your like work hours, you know. Yes, you're <laughs> only working the light during hours. daylight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that that'll help with the work-life balance. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Maybe it would, yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, it. Uh, yeah, a lot of people in Whitehorse they work outside, so they're like you know I don't know logging or they've got like mm-hmm. properties that they do, so they're they're kind of out mm-hmm. all day anyway. But yeah, that's half of it's in dark when they're. In the, winter. the coldest I've experienced was negative 36. And that was in Ottawa when I was sent for work. And okay. I I don't think I went out other than to go to the gym. And then yeah. and then I came home. And that is all I did. <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> it's so cold. Like Christmas Day was feeling like negative 34. Mm. And that was 45 minutes an hour max. And I had to get back inside. I couldn't. I couldn't be outside longer than that because I started to freeze over. My beard was freezing and mm. my eyelashes were freezing. So mm. wow. I, I wasn't cold, but uh, yeah. yeah all the stuff oh, your extremity you start to like losing mm. the senses and then you yeah, yeah, feet the were starting to yeah. get a bit. Yeah. So good luck with that. I I'm Good luck to me. I'm skiing <laughs> over there. So let's see how I ski in negative whatever weather. <laughs> yeah. And you might see the Northern Lights, hopefully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is the goal. That's the goal. Uh, let's talk a bit um, about your podcast, I think. Uh, we'll come back to travel after your podcast. Your podcast, One Moment Please Hold. What the hell decided you to start that? I was excited when I saw it because obviously I got my memories from Stem Cell and <laughs> the chats we used to have. But yeah, what yeah. what made you guys kind of decide to start it? What happened there? That's a good question. <laughs> well, Carissa texted me one day and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, because okay, Lingen- Teresa, <sighs> the time, like from the time you texted me to the time we actually recorded the first episode, it was like a week. So we What's did that? not like we did not plan. Like we didn't even like our first episode was like very unscripted and like What's we that? just get started. Yeah. So 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 yeah. Well, I I think for us, um, Ling and I talk the talk about things very extensively. Like mm. we like to kind of pick things apart, like any like I think any anything that has like a cultural tilt we we kind of pick apart and so I was like we should start a podcast oh no wait someone someone told me we should start a podcast either my I think partner I told or, you at some point or like yeah you or your yeah. sister or like someone. yeah someone because we're freaking hilarious when our text if you read it it's like <laughs> no like you can't it's very it's, extensive it's yeah. very extensive but at the same time word. we were wondering like if anyone thinks like us because yeah. Because right. you know the stuff we talk about, it's here. Here's it's here's often one. It's just so little, like it's so little, but it goes into like something else. Here's a thought: Why do people like camping? Coming from a third world country, love it. Why the hell would I purchase all my? Why why would I? Why would I? Why would I <laughs> go into the wilderness without any indoor yeah, plumbing well. and like? 
I think that's a perspective that only us, like, we have. Like, I see almost everyone here that I talk to love camping. And maybe one day I'll get into it, but still. Yeah. Why would I relocate to a place that has insects, that doesn't have any heat, that doesn't have any water, and, like, enjoy it? Like, I I can't fathom the idea. Like, I'm like, I come from a third world country to do that. Like, I like... Imagine waking up and it's summer... (laughs) And you got the yeah. sunrise, you open your tent, and it's just the sun's just coming through and it's clear and it's like, oh, you got you got a picture of the lake or the water you're next to. Isn't yes. that like awesome? I mean, it does sound awesome, but the work to get there is like, <laughs> you know, what is the ROI here? Like I I, I don't know. I like flushable toilets. Yeah, I, just, I like yeah. <laughs> yes, I like plumbing. And so maybe Ling and I are just like meant proper, for glamping. Yeah. You like plumbing. <laughs> I love like but also I mean like stuff like this like for me and like like who else we wondered who else thinks like this like who else would have these questions like to my partner who's been born and raised here is like it's just what you do like it's just what you would experience nature um and and spend time with your family because he goes to camping trips like yeah a lot and I'm like I never experienced that growing up and so I don't I didn't understand like what is the appeal and the person that I relate to the most when I speak about this is Ling, because I think we came to Canada at a similar age. Well, I was 16 and she was 20. Yeah. But like my other friends, like my best friends from um, high school, they were born here or they came here when they were like five or 10. Yeah. And yeah. so I feel like they're more Canadian than Asian. Mm. Um, and I don't think they, I would ask the same questions as me and Ling. And so, yeah, I, I think, really and I relate to like relate to those questions on the same like wavelength also because we still have like I think at some like certain point that we still have our like Asian lens on yeah so yeah like the approach and everything because we have like more we've grown like yeah we spend a good chunk about like adulthood and growing up in Asia right so like Mm -hmm. the ideologies and the perspective so we can understand both in a way and so a lot of the time it's like arguing back and forth or like dissecting it and like talking yes. about like back and forth around yeah around that. And also like similarities and you know mm-hmm. differences in different mm-hmm. cultures. Like we both have coming from Asian cultures, but our cultures are like similar and different as well as well. Yeah. At the same time. And like for example, like food, right? Recipes, mm-hmm. we talk about like Jeez. that a lot, like similar things mm-hmm. and different things. Like there um, would be times yeah. when I would be like at a grocery store and I'd textling a picture of like a vegetable that I know. And I'd be like, do you use this? Like, you know, she'd, she'd be like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what that is. Like, and I was like, oh, good. Like, because <laughs> I can't do that to my partner. My partner doesn't know, like, the variety of, yeah, of vegetables of that we have in Southeast Asia. Yeah. yeah. So how do you decide uh, what subject is on the next podcast episode? Is it totally random of what you, like, do you have a structure? Like, do you have, like, maybe season one? We have a spreadsheet. Or how do you decide? <laughs> we have a spreadsheet. Oh, okay, right, spreadsheet, yeah. Um, you're t- <laughs> we, we have some, I, I would say, uh, we, we would, we would have episodes that go into like holidays. So that's kind of like our marks that we need to hit maybe yeah. for the first like year that, that we do the podcast. So we did Christmas, we did new year, and then yeah. now we're doing lunar new year, um, Valentine's day, but mm. in between will be like other other episodes that Ling and I have decided would be kind of interesting. I, I don't know how we decided that just, they were interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It just I think it's like whatever we often talk, like some of the mm-hmm. topics that we discuss the most, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. 
Um, and it could also be like just random things, like yeah, what we mm-hmm. buying or eating or or reading, reading. or listening mm-hmm. to, or like our trips. Yeah, yeah, our trips, mm-hmm. our traveling, mm-hmm. traveling is yes. also a big one. Yeah, yeah, I'll come mm-hmm. to that in a bit. Don't don't you worry. Um, <laughs> episode one, I found interesting because you talked about Christmas, and I was like, ah, oh, so I'm I'm gonna listen to what each of you think about Christmas and how you view it because obviously it's a traditional can I say Western or holiday where Christian Anti is the, is the dominant force, right? So that's yes, why it's yes. Christmas here. But how, that was quite interesting to hear you both speak about it. Um, is that, did you release on Christmas just because it's an easy one to start with, do you think? Or is it just mm. the time of year? Do you think people are? <laughs> I don't know why you released during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> then Christmas you can Eve see how we like not planned for it at all. We were just like, <laughs> we were like, yeah, we this start Friday. recording now. Yeah. yeah, we start recording now. No, because when we started, it was like late, November. November so we were oh, okay. like yeah. so we were like if we plan to release it maybe like in for Christmas because like logistically it seems to work yes it just our timing just happened to be Christmas and we also yeah. love Christmas and okay and I think Christmas to different cultures is very distinct I mean yeah. in the Philippines it's very driven by like Christianity and Catholicism yeah. and it's links version of Christmas is very different mm. my partner's yeah. version is very different to you it's also different coming from like an English background so yeah. um yeah we and we just wanted to explore like different traditions and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and how did you find recording your first episode but also releasing it what was the feelings when Christmas Eve hit and bam it was live <laughs> um I would say we were very excited. This is the yeah. first like endeavor Ling and I ever made together. Yeah. It's something that I find so amazing because it was just an idea in our head that we put into yeah. fruition like a few weeks after. Yeah, mm. it came together super fast. Yeah. And I think that's like, yeah, it was like, oh my God, I made this. It's like so exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's it's also like for me, a project that I, that I feel like is a labor of love from Lee, for me and Ling, because, you know, like sometimes you keep on saying to yourself, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then we yes. actually did it. Like, yeah. So that is that's great the whole point. thing too. Yeah. Like having so many great ideas, but like actually putting it, putting into the work to, in the work to like make it happen. Um, it's a whole like I, I think it's going to be you probably feel the same when you like decide to start a podcast right it's like it's always a great yeah. idea but like you have to do the whole like planning yeah. and and like writing yeah. script and like learn along the way like the things that the little things like turn up your cell phone when you're recording oh no 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 yeah, <laughs> or yeah, like was... you probably heard our phone chimes like a couple times during the first few episodes so like learning those things and like yeah. it's also learning a new things and also producing something that mm. is in a way that is our voice right that is like our opinion um and not afraid to put it out there as well because like now it's not going to be just like us talking to each other it doesn't matter like now we like you know probably someone's listening Mm -hmm. to it yeah um yeah that's pretty exciting is way bigger now james like i know amazing i think uh yeah there's a few points here like i really admire you two for starting it because so many people talk about it and don't start it that's a fact and that can be podcasting, that could be creating something, anything. could be anything, right? Yeah. So I heard a quote yesterday that said, the best way to get ahead is to start. So you guys have started, so you're already ahead. So now it's just got, got to keep on going, right? So that's yeah, just, why... We, we just don't want to compare ourselves to Joe Rogan's. Already. No, no. <laughs> I, I don't can't. compare to like, Joe Rogan's numbers, yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> that is not our market anyway, so it's all Yeah, good. yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 
And I think uh, the reason mine has done okay towards the end of the year is because it's just consistency. Releasing mm-hmm. it every yes. week, we, yeah, posting every week, definitely. every day, just relentlessly getting the message out there. So, yeah. But again, like that takes a lot of work, right? Like yeah. everything from planning to like putting it out there. So it so is like a second job, not going to lie. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The hours I put in is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, on top of the job. So yeah, yeah. On top of the actual jobs and like everything else you have. So. Uh, um, so it's a challenge like for me as well it's a nice challenge yeah oh yeah great yeah yeah i have a rule saturdays is a day i don't really do much apart from posts on social media i don't do anything podcast because as soon as i finish work during the week i'm straight on to doing stuff for the podcast so like Mm. i need a day away from it because i'll just get bogged down every day doing Mm. it we don't have that rule yet so (laughs) yeah we're not that busy yet but yeah Tell us what's to come, though. What's to come on your podcast uh, in January, for example? Like, what what subjects can we expect to hear? And but then, yeah, we probably explore. Yes, Korea say we're probably gonna try to like anchor ourselves with like the holidays or like the kind of like cultural traditions, like dates, uh, uh, uh like throughout the year. Yeah. As we go, um, we also gonna talk. I have a couple of episodes talking about like our kind of journey to Canada. Yeah. how we get started a little bit of the things that you asked us at the beginning but also okay. like the things that we have learned since you know moving to canada yeah uh we also want to talk about relationships i think just okay. like because february because yeah. valentine <laughs> yes. yeah but, yeah like going a little bit deeper than just valentine's day yeah but and lunar um, new year yeah and lunar new year mm-hmm. is coming so we're going to talk about that um and and overall continue to discuss things that we come across like as Asian Canada- Canadians or like immigrants or newcomers, right? Yeah. So like discuss the the topic that we think that, oh, it's different or mm. it's interesting to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. And do you release how often? Is it every week? Is that Every week, every Friday. Every Friday. So mm-hmm. people can kick off the weekend with a nice bit of linen. Yeah. That's a good thought. We just released it on Friday. We didn't even think of that. But yes. <laughs> yes. See, this is how unorganized we are still now. Like, as a okay. baby podcast. No, 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 no. I think we are more organized now than when we started because our first True. episode, we didn't even have a freaking script. It was like just loose, like bullets. Yeah. And then as you edit, you're kind of like, ah, oh, like, oh, shit. Weird, yeah. Like, left, <laughs> like, shit, like, it was too long. <laughs> we didn't have like a target time. But we are way more structured now, okay? We have spreadsheets, we have like scripts, we have like folders. Way more that's, organized. Yeah. That's my next question. Like, how, what's the lessons learned so far? Like, just mm. doing a podcast, like, mm. are, you, are you more organized now and you have content ready to go for January, right? I guess. We like do. plan I, ahead. Yeah. Yeah, plan yeah. ahead. But I think one of the biggest takeaways is um, I need, I, I don't even know how to prevent this, but I need to know if the mic is static key or not because editing a static key, like, pod was horrible it took me six mm. hours to like wow. edit like a pod and i was like mm. like <laughs> why didn't i yeah, check? Generally, just, just making technology work for i think it's uh, yeah. the whole routine thing as well like setting yeah. getting into a routine right when you have mm. a, we had a, rhythm. a good rhythm yeah. yeah so like we build a rhythm and so we kind of if we have a good rhythm we know right we need buffer time for like say something yeah. unexpected happens and we we created buffer time to make sure that we can travel and like because ling was traveling yes. like, yeah in we have to like walk it into our like normal travel schedule, schedule. yeah yeah mm-hmm. our live mm-hmm. schedule yes. as well right so mm-hmm. so yeah so 
just lesson learned in that. We sense. don't have roles though. Like I was talking to another mm. person who has her podcast and she and her other podcast person, like they split their duties. One does socials and the other one does the editing. Mm. Okay. Um, we don't, yeah. Ling and I don't have any of those roles yet. We kind of like whoever has Slack, like picks Fluid, up whatever. Yeah. yeah we're just, yeah. Fluid. But yeah, I think for editing, that. we're alternating or it seems to be, we should yeah, be we'll alternating. Try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no right or wrong way of doing this. So I think you'll just mm-hmm. learn on the job. But um, yeah, because I do it on my own. I don't really have that role mm-hmm. thing. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting to see how you come up with those like roles, if you like, between you. But yeah, at least you have each other to kind of rely on, I suppose. Like let's say Lynn is like traveling Montreal and she's away for a mm-hmm. week. Like yeah. Carissa can take over and, and do some yeah, stuff yeah. while she's away and vice versa when you go away to Whitehorse. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I guess mm-hmm. on my own, there's no there's no one else i have to it's a bit pressure. yeah yeah i've got to get a move on like i can't really yeah. uh, unless i take a week off and i say look no no episode this week which i've done mm. maybe once or twice this year yeah. but um yeah i i did try to plan ahead but look at all the stuff you've done on your own like that's amazing yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's been yeah it's been hard work yeah i'm not gonna that's lie awesome but yeah i guess it's a a reward i think lynn said earlier that someone's listened to it so Yes. They, they yeah. tune in every Monday to, to download. I was like, telling so. Ling the other day, I was like getting obsessed over our stats because yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I check every day. we only have a stat after like a few episodes and then you kind yeah. of see like, you know, have a few more like points on the whatever, like graph mm-hmm. to plot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah one, it's interesting. The one thing I'd say, uh, like a lesson learned for me for 2021 <laughs> was at the start, you'll see like, no, no, you'll mm. see like a, a spike at the start. Maybe everyone's different, but from my experience, because mm. everyone's involved, like all your friends, all your family probably download and, and it kind of tails off a little bit because yeah. they're busy, they've got stuff the to hype do. Is done, yeah. And then it's like that lull because you're trying to appeal to randomers to, to, to download your podcast and then mm. it picks up. So just bear in mind that there could be like waves throughout the year. Yeah, I think like right now it's still like 90% of our like friends are like pulling yeah. us <laughs> That's that's cool. That, that happens, right? Yeah. But I also but, want to see the number of streams versus downloads because I don't I don't have that metric on on our uh, on where uh, where we where we release our yeah like on our great, platform. It's a great question because uh, Spotify has their own stats, so you can claim your Spotify podcast <gasps> and you'll see streams. But streams aren't downloads. It's a, it's a contentious point I made in my last episode that. The streams doesn't match your download. Like if I went to Spotify two hours a day, it's downloaded. So that goes onto your download stat because mm-hmm. you'll have your mm-hmm. podcast host, right? But if I didn't download it and I just played it on Wi-Fi, yeah. that's a stream and that won't necessarily mm-hmm. show on your download stats. So I think they're two different types of But that's stats. that's what I want to see because I don't download my podcast. I list I stream it because Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm at home. Yeah. Why would I download it? Like I'm yeah, not yeah, trying to yeah. save data. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. It's a good point. But yeah, you can go on Spotify uh, and claim your podcast. And then you'll be able to go into your little catalogue of um, episodes and see how many streams and people who listen and stuff like that. It's something for me and Link to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can <laughs> show you uh, off, off yeah. record how to do that. But, um... <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the podcast host that you use? Is that of interest? Just a bit. Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're one of the biggest. Uh, it's like, I mean it was very UI like the UI was very friendly so I just picked yeah. it do not like I didn't we didn't think about it by like extensively like how, which which like 
platform to use. Um, yeah. I just thought like whatever is the easiest and this looked easy. So okay. that was my main category. <laughs> That's fair enough. I only chose Spreaker because they're at the time of releasing, I didn't have a laptop. Crazy, I think now. So I was doing it on my phone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, you cannot. So they're the best, like, I think, for Android users on phone. So that's why I chose wow. it. No thought gone into it. Um, so I use Spreaker, but um, yeah, crazy that you think, like, get a laptop. That's my number one rule. You're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> Where can we find your podcast? What, um, what platforms are you on at the minute? Spotify, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're on all platforms buy. available in Canada. Yeah. Mm. So that's Apple. That's good, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Spotify. Stitcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's so many Google. others that I, we don't even know. Yeah. I, I sign up to all of them. Don't worry. But I just can't remember <laughs> all of them in the top of my head. Yeah. But they're there. But, but the, the main ones. <laughs> the main ones. So I've got some random real random places that people have downloaded the uh the podcast so we're not that's there yet i mean <laughs> the, yet. the 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 one that stunning was like who's listening to us from south america and i was like i know exactly who that is i know exactly who that is yes we're listed on all of them like um uh we're listed on the other ones that people don't know are like pod chaser pocket yes. pass deezer listen notes player fm podcast index like these are not like the, the major yeah, ones. pandora we're on iHeartRadio, yeah. radio stitcher I amazon music yeah. Am- yeah. um spotify and apple pod chaser uh, i think i told you before privately is a great one to get involved in yes because it gets you um extended reach I don't know how, but I've got a lot of countries in December from Podchaser. Oh, we should. So um, you can like you can tag your podcast or countries or whatever you want to do. So interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It's like the IMDb of podcasts. So I guess people go on there, Ah. search and stuff. So yeah, that's a writing things down as we are (laughs) talking about this. I'm taking notes right now. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) love that. Love that. I'm having to take notes. Uh, This is a chart coming out of us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in terms of social media where can we find you uh, listeners we are on instagram yeah at one moment please hold one we also word. have yeah uh, one word no space no Comma. whatever mm-hmm. um and and we have a gmail so if people are passionate about emails they can send us emails but if not slide our dms we are <laughs> hungry DMs. for some dm sliding right now we're yeah. awesome. <laughs> We're there. Uh, yeah, we're there. <laughs> uh, your Gmail is just one moment. Please hold that gmail.com, right? Yes, sir. We'll come back to how to find you at the end of the episode, okay. but I want to go into your travel. So this is the travel mm-hmm. podcast. So, mm. right, where do I start here? Now, maybe you can both tell me, since you've been in Canada, have you done a lot of travel in Canada? You must have done, mm-hmm. right? What's been your favourite places? Yeah. I will say not as much as I would have like mm. although i've been to a fair like at least the big cities um some a few times um but again like because you go to like really interesting place you need a car and that's not always accessible to me okay. but like big cities so like toronto montreal all of the gist of like surrounding that yeah Although I've never been to Ottawa, I don't know why. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. But around Vancouver, Vancouver Island. I told you so to like... go to Ottawa, <laughs> and then you made, you didn't go. I know. You but I to go to Halifax. Yeah. Anyway, yes, the Marine <laughs> Camp is like also like a spot that I want to go to as well. Um, I've been to like 
spots around Vancouver and Vancouver Island. So um, multiple times now because we've been in this lockdown full in COVID for True. two years and we <laughs> travel so far. So like the island is like always where I want. Um, Banff in Abur and Jasper. So that's like beautiful. Beautiful, um, yeah. 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 So I think that's pretty much it. And you went to uh, Montreal like wow. last week? I was in Montreal for like, that was like the third time I was in Montreal. So I've been there so many times in the summer. But that, wasn't, then, that wasn't the plan for Ling. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't the plan. Like, I wanted to go to Europe over the holiday, this oh, holiday, wow. but okay. they did not have, it was too ambitious. It was too <laughs> ambitious. Okay, let's oh. like, you know, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was so mad. And I was like, okay, let's go somewhere else. At least like get away from Vancouver. So I went to yeah. Vancouver for a few days like, over Christmas to just like walk around in the freezing cold and see some snow. Yeah, and you were also supposed to go to Halifax, and that didn't pan out either. I know because mm. when I when we were in Montreal, like the restrictions start to kick in. Yeah. Um, because it was like getting closer and closer to the year end, and they were like trying to like curve all the gatherings and whatnot. Yeah. And we thought that's not a good idea to like go all the way to Halifax and not able to like visit properly. Um, so we plan for a, yeah, a proper visit, probably hopefully sometimes in the summer. So we can do a, like a road trip yep. around like Nova Scotia, like the Dream. island. Yeah. yeah. Halifax is hopefully on my hit list in Canada. I don't know why. Have you been, Carissa? <laughs> no, I haven't. I would love to go there. I have a friend that lives there. Um, it is also like a thing for, for me to hit. I would love to go there. <laughs> I think I, I've got this weird thing in my mind I could live there I've never been there so I don't even know if that's true but. I have a friend that said that my friend who's from Germany like yeah. he lives here and he says that if it doesn't work out where he lives right now um he lives on the Sunshine Coast they're thinking of going to Halifax yeah I don't know why it appeals like, like the houses are cheap like yeah. you get the water, the water like Nova Scotia yeah, I think is it's up a, there. also like a fairly big city and oh, okay. I think that like yeah it's fun I heard that people say it's like fun for a city yeah, um, but also balance out the yeah the whole other aspects as well. Okay, yeah, and it's also semi close to the east coast of the US, so that's almost mm, uh, half appealing as well. But um, yeah, for some reason that's my number one destination, Halifax. So that's hopefully awesome. get there next year, uh, this year. Don't tell anyone the house price is gonna go up. Yeah, <laughs> people don't, don't start <laughs> moving. White horse. Yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're already in white horse. Mm. You're too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I have traveled extensively in Canada, like in BC. I think I've gone to all the places I wanted to, like the Okanagan yeah. and like the islands and the coast. And um, I've been to Alberta. I've been to Ottawa. The, the, my my trips to the east are mostly for work. And so I've traveled like Toronto, Montreal, mm. um, Ottawa. And then I went to the small town in Toronto called King Carden when I was working for a nuclear power plant. Oh, and wow. so yeah. it is, um, it's a population of like 10,000 people and they have one gas station and it was, I think two gas stations and everyone that lived in that town worked in a nuclear power plant. It was like the right. Simpsons. It was like, yeah. um, and I was so young and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and work there. And I was like, there's nothing to do. <laughs> there's so many of these places in Canada, isn't there? Cause it's so big. 
Like if so you weird, guys, yeah. you in the middle, fun. you probably have mostly small towns that yeah, you like yeah. drive through. And I'm also interested in those as well. Like you know, when I can do like a proper trip or something, like to, because it's something to it's interesting to discover those spots as well. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the absolutely. the lack of things there is interesting. I think it's interesting, yeah, to visit. But yes. to live, it'll mm. be. Uh, I was there for four months, and I was like, I I did absolutely nothing. I probably like I was more. It was more to do with like socializing with the students that I was with, um, and spending time with them versus like getting to know the city because, mm. um, the city is near a lake, and so we get what is called a lake effect, I and mean, so we get the first dump of snow that's heading to Toronto, and so okay. traveling around i mean yeah you could do it with an suv but if you had like a little sedan and it's a bit tough mm, um, yeah yeah it's like yeah it's weird that like, in yukon because we went in christmas apart mm. from white horse it's got about twenty five thousand people the rest of the towns are super small like i don't even I know, know what people even do there in terms of like, it's, job it's or... weird my partner knows the little towns and i'm like yeah what's there dear yeah. and he's yeah. like the park the national park and i'm like yeah the park. I'm like, after the park like what else is there like i don't know <laughs> we were looking at the town um we were we were looking at a town called beaver creek yesterday okay. yeah five hours away from whitehorse and wow. had 90 people in it like that's 90. so nutty <laughs> 90 like it's oh, so little wow Mm-hmm. They probably yeah. all related. I don't know. <laughs> a fair, fair assumption. Fair assumption. But yeah, I mean, if, people... if you don't move out, where do you meet people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the people there, I'm like, how do? You, where's the nearest grocery store? And it is yeah. White Horse. It takes them five hours, five hours. to get to a freaking yeah. grocery store. That's nuts. You must spend a day a month just doing food because yes, yes, it's going to take ten hours or twelve hours to even do it. 100%. That's crazy. Yeah. I found even going to we went we went dog sledding. It's about Mm-hmm. 45 minutes north of Whitehorse. That I felt that was in the middle of nowhere. And like the roads were starting I, to I get worse. Not. And I was like, bloody hell, yeah. Five hours. I want to go from. dog sledding. Yeah. Um, I would love to do, go dog sledding, but Should. at a different time of the year. Because there's not mm-hmm. enough time for us. We're we're there I yeah. think for three days. Yeah. It's too short. And dog sledding is like half a day, I think. Or yeah, how, we, how long did you do it? Yeah, you day. need to drive out, yeah. right? So yeah. And then, interestingly, he said because we had fresh snow the night before it'd be slower because they have to like trudge through the fresh snow mm-hmm. uh, mm. if it's like maybe four or five days since snow and it's kind of iced over a little bit oh, like, just, like, real speed. yeah they yeah. can get quite fast so luckily it didn't yeah. go too fast for us but it takes a while <laughs> to get used to it about 20 minutes i was hating it and then i got used to how the dogs worked and then i was like oh okay need to glide around the corners why and... were you hating it the dogs were just too slow or like is it no, because I was trying to help them by like steering and I was doing too much. Mm. I was like leaning one side, leaning the other. And I was like, why am I crashed into the corner? Why mm. did why the dogs keep like barking at me for not going fast enough? Mm. <laughs> um, and I, I jumped off as well. I thought I was going to crash. So I jumped off and I, sh- I should. Sh- sh- oh my God. Oh my goodness. The dogs carry on. So the, the one behind has yeah, to run after You're like, bye bye. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> So, the human doesn't know how to slide. How to, bye bye, yeah, human. How to ride. Wow. <laughs> no. I think I think she got naughty at me for the first twenty minutes, and then at the That's end, so I said to her that, that after a while, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, you did, you're okay." At the end, I was like, "Yeah, I got used to it, and I was going okay, fast at the end." Yeah. yeah. So, like those again, like traveling in Canada, it's like you have to get into the Canadian experiences, yes, like, mm. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The snow and the dogs, yeah. and yeah, yeah. 
So I would mm. recommend it if you get if you have time. Dog canines do it when they're young, so I guess they're used to dogs. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm sure. But also, I was about to think. I was thinking about it too. Like traveling in Canada, it's like it's mostly like nature. Like you go from like nature to nature. Yes. Versus like when you, I remember when I was in Europe, it was mostly like going from city to city, city and city, you yes. go to like museums and cathedrals mm. and churches and yeah. like which I love. Mark- yeah so like very oh, yeah. different like very different like style like different things to to, to explore yeah i yeah. think someone i know I, I asked why canada can sorry why vancouver can seem a bit of a lonely city because some, sometimes it's quite hard to make friends in vancouver so uh, she said to me that people love nature here so they're happy just mm-hmm. to kind of be on their own and then weekends go out to nature that's a good point yeah yeah because you can go yeah, hiking you, to, like... you go walking wherever so many yeah. options interesting point she said to me that um, if you want like that interaction or meeting people or a bit more lively and go to Montreal or Toronto. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who said that to me too, who was actually also from the UK. Okay. He, he was my co he's my coworker and he, he went to Montreal like in the summer and he was like, it was so fun. Like yeah. people were so open. They have a lot yeah. of things to do. Yeah. Yeah. In the lively. city, I think. In yeah. terms of people. It's lively and, and, and people are ni- not nicer, but more open to making new relationships Versus yes. like here, I have heard that before where people are too clicky. Clicky, clicky yeah, yeah. Quite clicky, close, yeah. clicky, got their own friends mm-hmm. friends, and that's it. So it's an mm-hmm. interesting dynamic here. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard someone say that they describe Vancouver as a bit of a dead city. I'm like, oh, <gasps> <laughs> well, compared to where? Yeah, compared to where? I would they say... said anywhere east. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, compared no. to the east. You can't really. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Completely different. But like we in Vancouver, like our like chillax thing, yeah, you know, yeah. off in the mountain kind of lifestyle. So West Coast mentality, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so much to see and do here in terms of like nature. That's it's pretty incredible. Right, international travel, Carissa. You mm-hmm. said you want to go and do a month long trip to Japan, Vietnam, and maybe Malaysia. What's your yes. thinking there? Um, I've traveled Europe like extensively. Like I, I was on exchange in oh, yeah, Vienna for yeah. yeah, and I did that by the way strategically because it is smack in the middle of where like it's it's in the middle of Europe. So I was like, I can go to all these places by train or by bus, and so I took advantage <laughs> of that like a lot when I was yeah. when I was yeah. in uni, and then I return every other year, and so I said, let's do Asia next, Vietnam okay. because Ling is there. My, yeah, I will yeah. plan. I will plan my travel when Ling is there. <laughs> we already got to coordinate. Yeah, coordinate. Well, yeah, time. yes. Lovely. Yeah. Obviously, I have to go home because I haven't been home since two thousand and five. Wow, um, that long. That's when I landed. Yeah. So what, you haven't been back since. No, sir. Yeah. And Whoa. I know. My mother's like, mm-hmm, it's time to come home because <laughs> <laughs> they've been back like numerous times. And wow. And. Uh, yeah, it, it's time. And so I did Philippines, Vietnam, and I want to do Malaysia because food and also... Yeah, great place. Yeah, it's just, I I, I don't know, beach and like... um, And then Japan because Japan. Like yeah, Japan. I... Of course. It, I, I, I need to go to Japan. Firstly, because of food. Second, is food. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and my partner wants to go. And I was like, yes, I will go. One of the best you places to, I've been yeah. to, Japan. Easy. Oh, I'm so jelly. Both of you guys have been to Japan. I'm the only one who yeah. hasn't. Oh, Lynn, how did you find Japan? I love it. Like, it's probably always going to be on the top. I yeah. know mm. that everybody says that, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's almost like a cliche now when people are like maybe oh, that's why I haven't said it yet because I haven't been. But <laughs> it's truly it's magical. magical. Like it's just yeah. so like it's so much fun. Like it's just like learning about things. But like one thing I want to do in Japan though, I want to like live there. I want to like oh yeah, like live there for a few months because when mm. you live there, it's different from it's different than when you're traveling there and like going from city to city. But like mm-hmm. when you live there, you actually like get to learn more and I think get like more immersed. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that I really like, even for just a few months, right. It's already going to be different because yeah. you're going to slowly navigate your way around. And, and you can you practice your Japanese. Oh my God. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. Yeah. My um, biggest regret is not, uh, so UK people can get a work, for, a one year work visa for Japan. Oh, Oh, didn't really? get it, did I? Didn't do it. Oh, I'm too old oh. now. Too old. Oh, there's like, an age restriction. Thirty-one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. that's too bad. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but, but but you've been James, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to yeah. travel, like the bullet train is so good, but nowhere seems oh, so good. that far away. You can just get on the bullet train and go. Oh. We talk about that too. <laughs> the train systems like the trains yeah. here if you freaking go for on a train any direction you're still gonna be give it an hour or like two hours you're Just still in nowhere Canada. around <laughs> yes you're in Canada yeah. in Europe if I take a fucking train I'll be in Bratislava like it'll be yeah. like, like the distance is too big yeah yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. We need better trains to go <sighs> to like somewhere out of Canada faster. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I did take a train down to Seattle. Oh, the Amtrak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I took the train yes. from Seattle to Vancouver. Yeah, that was fun. That good fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not done that yet. But then, can I just like the train going down to Seattle? It's like once you cross the border from Canada, so the ocean will going to the U.S. The ocean will be on your right, and yeah. there would be. Freaking houses on your left, like residential, like houses. They just live on the border, yeah. And I'm like, doesn't don't they find it noisy whenever we pass by? <laughs> and you can see like people like hanging their laundry, like they're just like <laughs> in suburbia. And I'm like, wow, like they live beside the train. Yeah, but like in Hanoi, that train that we went, went yeah, through, we have a train that literally goes too. through people's gardens. They literally like like one step off from shut out. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely, insanely yeah. I love dangerous. It. <laughs> you have to get to the side because there's no space. So when it when it, yeah, when, no when it like honks its thing. Oh shit! Yeah, in Thailand, there's the one. There's a there's a place like that too. I think like around Asia, there's a few like train streets like that, or mm. like train markets or whatever. The train just go smack in the middle of like a, a wet market or like a random neighborhood. Oh, cool. Yeah. You yeah. can get snacks on the train from the wet. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That's my kind of train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> my kind of train. My kind of train as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty scary, but but that's how they live over Yo, there. I'm, so. I'm there where there's snacks. So, <laughs> yeah. There. Oh, if you, want, if you want the best snacks on trains, go to India. They have the best <gasps> snacks. Oh, really? So cheap. Uh, I feel like India is a, a longer, longer trip. Yeah, like yeah. it's so you need the whole thing. I I need to see like all of it, like in one go. It's <laughs> that's, so that's fast. Like <laughs> because if you're gonna yeah, if you're it gonna is. go there, you have to like make the whole trek, right? So you have to yeah. make it worth it. And it's yeah. I feel like yeah. it's so distinct, like the areas in India, like each state. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I went three months and I barely touched uh, really? the surface. Really, oh. yeah, I've done as much as I could, but. I think Rajasthan, the state, is probably I, I, I explored the most, but we then dotted about different parts of northern India, and yeah, it's just uh, the trains. 
are good but it's slow so you need to bear in mind that you need a bit more time to like in so for example in japan if you go from tokyo to osaka i don't know two hours like yeah like two hours bang straight through but in india that'll take like five or six hours because so when slow. you say straight does that mean are you saying that there's no stops or is oh, there is quick? but i'm just talking quick it's just no messing it's about so fast yeah. yeah yeah like you barely finish a meal and then it's yeah. you there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also you look at the window you think oh yeah this is going at 200 kilometers an hour and that's just hurting through yeah yeah it's blurry yeah mental yeah but japan is is number one place for me to revisit in terms of uh, places I've been to because it's that good. So you have to go. I will. Don't worry. At some point after this fucking lockdown, <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. And then you want to do a safari. I do. Um, because Africa, I've like, it's a, it's a next, uh, what continent? Like I've never yeah. been and I heard so many great things and yeah, I want to go there. Why climate change hasn't wiped out like <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> That's like, a good about that, but it's like, come on. Um, but yeah, I want to do a safari. Yeah, okay. I do want to do one just, too. You know. That's a good point. Climate change. Where, where <laughs> any country in particular or area? Uh, I do want obviously like South Africa, just like yeah. as a big spot. Yeah. Um, but also I haven't done like extensive research there either, so like I want to know the differences, right? Because in like that little like patch of land there's so many different countries and so many yeah. different languages as well so so like learning to kind of pinpoint where to go i think that's going to happen when i actually plan the trip mm. at some point in the future that's going to be like far far off in the future i want yeah, to do a, so. an asia tour first before that and then at some point yeah so, so apart from japan and asia where would you go back, back, uh, the philippines oh um, yeah yeah you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> yeah we have to coordinate we have to coordinate this trip james you can tell um we will at some point (laughs) i would say 2022 is a wash but like (laughs) soon Soon. but like asia around the whole um the other countries like yeah the philippines and malaysia Mm -hmm. and um doing i think a circle around like, around vietnam it's easy to travel like to, yeah easy yeah. i've been to some of them already but i feel like i haven't been like to different parts of those countries yeah besides like the big city so so like exploring different parts is is important mm-hmm. the yeah. classic circle in southeast asia is a popular one yeah Just, i don't know, start in bangkok and go away around to Viet- you know Cambodia, vietnam back down to malaysia Singapore. yeah or well, like Borneo, even like Philippines. a road, um, like a mm-hmm. trip, like across a country or somewhere, like hit a few different cities. Yeah, yeah. The Philippines looks great though. Like it's the, it's the only place I've not been to in Southeast Asia, so I need to go with when you go. You can join us, James. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me when we have a local. We have a local. <laughs> you have a local with you, but I would say when we go, I'm gonna steer away from Manila and just take us directly to the beach. But my yes. mother won't allow that, so oh. I'm not. I don't want to dedicate as much time in the in the city because. I just, I'm there for my family, but like, I want to see all the beach towns. Yes. Yeah. Where would you go in Philippines? Like, what, what's the, so is it my, the classic um, islands that everyone see on, on Google, like Palawan and Elm? Um, my, my cousin has a business um, in Boracay, so I need oh, to yeah, see, Boracay, yeah. like, what's happening there. My grandparents have a place there as well, so I kind of want to see. And then Palawan, of course, but there's also like little remote like islands that I want to see, mm-hmm. um, particularly in the south. Yeah. 
um, like Mindoro, which is very different, by the way, than the north. The um, the south is more. I, I they're uh they're separate in terms of religion. They're like they're like a Quebec. <laughs> they want to be their own nation. Oh right, um, okay. Yeah, and then I want to go also to the north. The north is more like mountains, more yeah. vegetation. Um, but yeah, like that's I I kind of want to. My partner's very into like diving. Like oh yeah diving and so yeah. maybe i can do like my patty there if it's like uh oh, cheap that'd be cheap yeah yeah because patty here is like mm, no like, oh yeah who? i megan remember megan tried to do her megan tried to do her patty here um but i was like isn't it cold like <laughs> like i don't like what do you <laughs> see down there like <laughs> i don't know but yeah like the little islands i want to go to for sure like Bohol. Like I went to Bohol when I was a child and I mm-hmm. went to this beach and the sand was pink. And I was like, Whoa. How did this happen? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, that region, like Cebu, Bohol, like um Panglao, like I really want to go to those areas. Okay. Yeah. That's mm. that's good because you have like the internal knowledge of those little islands. Like some of those I've never heard of. Obviously, I've heard of Palawan mm-hmm. and Boracay Islands, right? Yeah. Because they're the classics, but yes. Yeah, you get to see or, you or even know about you need a local. Yeah, like yeah. Wherever you go. Yo. <laughs> well, so I'm a sort of local. If not, I need my cousins. So. Yes, but like you have your network of like actual local yes. network. Yes. Yeah. We, so, will, so we, will, we will do that. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's actually a question for both of you. If you both went back to your places where you're from, Hanoi and the Philippines, Manila, would they know that you have emigrated by just the way you speak? Oh, uh, no. For no. me, no. No. Yeah. So that I mean, my see... sister makes fun of me by what sometimes when I speak because I'm I I blank out in some words and it's because I my partner's Canadian and I I don't <laughs> speak it I, I don't speak my mother tongue at home. Can you still remember it's, it though? Oh, no, I speak know. it fluently. I just need okay. to like get the wheels turning. Yeah, and, like, sometimes mm, you switch like, switch languages. You have to. There's a delay. Your, your brain, <laughs> yeah, your brain needs some time to like people. The lag time decreases the more I speak it. So. Yeah. it's fine <laughs> it's fine but you can tell well, you can flip it the other way you can tell if where someone is from based on how they speak english so oh, okay. right yeah that's even true. any part of the philippines like if you speak english a certain way you can tell like you're from this province you're from this province oh. or oh, wow. or when they speak filipino or tagalog you can tell where where they're from when when i speak tagalog you you'll know i'm from manila Okay, you'll know. Yeah, but if you if I if you speak if you speak to someone in Filipino from another province called, for example, like Nueva Ecija, their language, their Filipino is so pure; it has no like lick of Spanish in it. Then you'll be like, you're not from Manila, and you're you can tell like their their dialect is is different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, I it's guess, just like in, in English speaking, yeah, in English speaking countries, you probably can tell by like people's like English mm-hmm. that where they're from, yeah. right? Is yeah, it the same accents. for you, Lee? Yeah, we have dialects in Vietnamese too. Like, yeah, if you hear someone speaking Vietnamese, you kind of be able to tell where they're from, like the like the regions. south or the yeah, north the south, south or the middle. Yeah. The middle has like very thick, thick dialect, and like they have some different words that sometimes. But I like, can you understand the dialect? sometimes yes and sometimes no depends on how hard mm. it is like depend on how hard they make it okay because mm. like they can speak really fast and you'd be like what and <laughs> yeah like but usually this- they speak only like their dialects like to each other but like but like we have a 
national kind of like yes, dialect that I'm the we same. all use. I'm yeah, the same. that we all use and taught in school, right? So like yeah. if we speak to like use mm-hmm. that national dialect, then yeah, you can understand it. There are dialects when I'm just like there's no lick of Filipino, there's no lick of like Spanish, and I'm like, this is a completely different language. And I'm like, I cannot understand <laughs> what you say. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and then you and then you'll tell like you're not from Manila because in Manila yeah. you only speak like Filipino Tagalog. But like we wouldn't be considered like foreigners either no. because mm-hmm. we still yeah. have a lot of like our culture in us and we know a lot like we still like you know we have absorbed the culture mm-hmm. and like it's internalized right so it's always there. But the thing that we're missing out, at least for me, is that missing out all the new stuff that has happened since I'm gone. Like, you know, like what has we like we wouldn't know lot. slang. Like oh, slang. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, when, yeah, when like every like few years, every year they have like slangs or whatever words that they kind of like trendy at that point <laughs> or whatever trends, James, like culture trends. Yeah. James, do you have that? Like, do you is your slang yeah, updated? Do you have is that your here? When you go nah, back. My slang is up to date. I oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's we need so to stay funny. up to date. Yeah. I, yeah. Slang is very outdated. It's an interesting one because I don't think slang is a new thing anymore in UK. Like, I don't think there's anything new. It's very, oh, very, really? very traditional slang. Oh, like, yo. Like, no, 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 like no, no, no. no, like the young people now, they have like, they make up so many words. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. And I'm just like, what? Uh, yeah. point. I, I don't really so, know yeah, the younger generation. <laughs> Maybe that's why James doesn't think this is outdated because he yeah. doesn't know young. He doesn't know. That shows my age. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh, one. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah. So in my mind, I'm up to date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> Yeah, or or like you know, sometimes they have like new attractions or like what's hot around the city. You know what's mm. cool, like all those things. So like for me, a lot of the time I go back and then it's like time is frozen. I only know the spots that I've been to before, like that mm. I'm you know familiar with, and I'd be like, oh my god, it's still here, yay, right? But like I also miss out on like the new spots that open up and stuff like that. So yeah. it's often like a tour of like catching up on mm. what's <laughs> what's been new and like hot and cool. Yeah. Also, don't forget that. It, weirdly and this might be different for you guys that English is spoken in quite a lot of countries and it's different accents for both for each so Canadian American mm. Australian Kiwi mm-hmm. they're all different in their yeah, way they're all different. So, oh can I just say something yeah go ahead um I watched this reality tv show called Real Housewives of Cheshire yes Cheshire and the way they speak <laughs> I was like what did they say like I guess <laughs> It's a whole different like English accent I've never heard of. <laughs> I was like, mm. well, Cheshire <laughs> is just south of Liverpool, so you're going to get that. It's called Scouse Scouse accent potential, which is a very unique uh, accent to that part of the country where no one else speaks it. So Liverpool people speak like that as well. Uh, no. Probably stronger, not as Cheshire is probably a bit lighter. So oh. if you if you hear something from Liverpool, you, you're going to be like, whoa, what what are they even saying? Yeah. Um, I can send you some examples if you like. Off, off <gasps> but uh, we're talking about this the other day, like different accents in the UK is, is crazy because you probably just hear like the generic, what I call Southern accent, where it's just kind of... Like yours. Like I... Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say it. proper, but like, you know, no real accent. But you speak, you speak to someone from Newcastle or Manchester or Liverpool or Leeds, they're all going to have different accents and you've probably not even heard the accent before because it's not really broadcasted that much internationally. And then I hear, 
and then I hear the queen and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a whole yeah. different like ball game. It's like more posh, but also like, mm, I don't really know anyone else who speaks like that. Like you don't speak like that. And I think she has her own language there. Yeah. 100%, yo. She's very posh for that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And my, my friends are from London and, and I don't yeah, hear London any accent. other accent. They do have their own uh, twang to their, to their voice. Twang? But um, hmm. it's very, they've got their own culture in terms of language. Like, they use a lot of their own slang words that we were talking about earlier that I don't use. Um, so it depends on what part of London they're from. But What um, is, can you give an well, example of a slang word that they, that you, it's not, wait, a slang word from London that you don't use? Okay, it's not, it's not a word, it's, it's a rhyming slang. So Ooh. if I said, oh, uh, are you speaking on a dog and bone? That means phone, dog and bone, phone. So they would say either, uh, are you speaking on the dog? What does that mean? Or are you speaking on the bone? That means phone. Like, that's the... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Teresa, I think we need to relearn like, English. You should do an episode I on it. I freaking love on, this. It's called Cockney Rhyming Slang. You should do an episode on it. I'm running it down now. So. We should do an episode where we we'll just listen to different <laughs> slang, <laughs> English. Yeah. And like, no, no. On our Canada episode, Ling and I were listening to different Canadian accents. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, if you're from the East, you'll know you're from the East. Yeah. I don't think I would know that well. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't really my know. My partner either, knows. Like, you, my yeah. partner would know because he works, like, in remote, like, areas in Ontario mm. and in Quebec. And... Sometimes I hear it too, like on like if there's like a news broadcast from the east, yeah. Like I hear it. Like for example, if you say car, like yeah, uh, I'm going to my car. They would say I'm going to my car. It's it like same. tiny little. It's like a little little R. Uh, R. R. Okay, got yeah. it. It's yeah. weird because either way, like. You should look, look up like Newfoundland. That's why that's our yes. discovery. Oh, yeah. That's my discovery <laughs> because they have a whole thing. But yeah, that's why it's very interesting that people here can tell the differences, like east and west and different regions. Okay, like, we probably can't either because to us yeah. it's like yeah, it's we weird, already sound yeah. different from them. But so I, I feel really like the UK is more distinct. Like yes. yes, they're all English speakers, but like I don't know what the heck James was saying with the dog and the bone. Like dog and bone, yeah, <laughs> phone. Phone, yeah. like how? Like apples, <laughs> apples and pears, stairs. There's, there's another one for you. What? So I'm going up the apples and pears. <laughs> <Stairs>. <laughs> <I cannot. laughs> Wait, does your partner know all of this? Or oh, does she have God. her own set of slang? No, she does no slang. No is she, slang. Is she from the same area as you? Yeah, same city as me. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have any slang. It's just London have that slang. Oh. So that's why oh. your friends might know or might say some of those like rhyming words like dog and bone love i don't know I-, I might be wrong but uh i love it depends on part of london they're yeah from. i love it so much <laughs> <laughs> if you if you yeah put into google cockney rhyming slang there'll be a whole list of words that have a a relation to <laughs> the words that they use it's a really weird system i love it um, wow i'm writing yeah. it down <laughs> yeah what is this need to like this is going to be like another black hole. I'm going down this. It is, a, it is a, yeah. a, a black hole. So another one that I know off the top of my head is I'm going for a ruby. So a ruby is Ruby Murray curry. It's curry. It means curry. Oh. I thought you were going for a Reuben, like a sandwich. <laughs> no, a ruby. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a minefield. 
It is a dangerous yeah, spot. It is a dangerous spot. So. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so you should check that out. That's I'll, awesome. I'll be keen to see what you mm. think of that. Um, mm. Any other countries you want to talk about each before we move on to some great travel questions I've got for you? Like quick fire. No, but I would say the question was, what is your favorite? Ling said Japan, right? Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah, just some place that you've been to that you want to talk about. Yeah. Like any anything else you want to mention that you've on your travels? Like Europe for Carissa, like you must have some favorite spots in Europe that you went to, right? From Austria. Mm. Like where- uh, yeah. Vienna's always my favorite because my friends are there. But I really enjoyed Portugal. Do you remember oh, yeah. I was like bugging you about how to travel around Portugal before I left? Yeah. And then that was, I feel like Portugal for me is, well, I went in the fall, but I would love to see it in the summer and then go to like a really like nice beach. Then south. Yeah. yeah, South. Yeah. Cause I, I I only stayed in the capital. Like I was in Lisbon and I was in Cascais and Sintra and that was it. Like that's all kind of like close to each other. Right. But I want to kind of go like, further down and then i also want to see greece because i'm yeah. i love history and i i i need to see it like <laughs> i need to see greece as well. i need to yeah. see greece can i just say i tried to travel to greece when i was on exchange and the airport went on strike and so <laughs> my flight was greece yeah. So, yeah yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah that was what happened to me and i would say i love italy but i italy. just want to eat yeah oh yeah nothing wrong with that go to italy uh, to eat like all the all the oh, regions like from yeah the different regions wine cheese yes pasta oh, oh dream i've been too many times to italy but only to rome because the people that i go with always want to see the pope and i'm like oh. i need to go for more than just the pope you know yeah you do so, <laughs> so the last time the only city i've other is not the floor. main attraction yes yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, I went not. to Florence and Siena and Sicily, but like I need to like venture out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I, I was in Italy, yeah. I was in in Modena, and it was like mm. this tiny, tiny little town in the north, and they have mm-hmm. like the best, just like food. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's, it's like, unrivaled it, Italian yeah. food, isn't it? Like, imagine just going to all those different towns with a different take on pasta. Like, oh, oh. I can't get any better. I it's also like, love so that they're all very opinionated about food. Yes. That's my, my people. Yeah. My, do you know what? Like your people. <laughs> <laughs> like traveling, food is a huge part, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can claim that they don't want to eat another country's food because theirs is better apart from Italians. I'm like, do you know what? You're Italian. I get it. You love your pasta. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But everyone no, else. It's not involved. just that they ha- they claim to have the best food, the best ingredients. Like you yeah. can't. Yeah. You can't rival because that. they have like their country is like they have different like weathers and like geography and like, you know, everything. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Oh. Lynn, I met uh, I met two Italian girls. We met two Italian girls in Vietnam in Hailong Bay, oh, yeah? and they were classic Italians. They loved Italian food, obviously, but they didn't like did not like anything else. So I was like, "What are you eating?" She goes, "Yeah, I don't what like anything here? Eating? I'm eating sticky rice, and that's it." I'm like, "You're just eating sticky rice." But yeah, I don't like really. Anything. Yeah. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot. In Vietnam, I was like, you're crazy. It's going to be very hard when you live in Vietnam and you don't need anything. <laughs> I think, no, 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 no. I think it's hard to be Italian going anywhere else. I know, but true, you got to open your mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, she's like, no, sticky rice. No. So, wow. 
Oh, sticky rice are very heavy food. Yeah, a bit bland. They, so they have some vegetables. <laughs> also, Paris. Yeah. I, lo- I love going to Paris to drink coffee. Oh. Why not? Just going to drink coffee True. all day in Paris. Like little cafes on the street. I just yeah, I love that Paris has very little like your random coffee shops and they're all good. Like they're all like decent. Yes. And you don't have to like Google where to go or which spot is good and whatnot. Just, you just kind of like hop in wherever you want. Yeah, yeah, just take a random Yeah, street and, and they will be like snobby at you because you're speaking English. But yeah, yeah, they will yeah. serve you best coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only yeah. been to Paris once and I did I didn't enjoy my time because of that. Like because I was traveling with my friends from exchange and they're from Singapore and I don't know. I didn't feel very welcomed, nor did Mm -hmm. I feel like I wanted to come back. There wasn't anything Mm. else for me to see. Like I wanted to see Versailles. I saw Versailles. And yeah, um, but my other friends, like they went to, so after they went to Paris, like I went back to Vienna, but they went to Normandy. Yeah. And I feel like I want to go to the other place I want to go to, to eat is Lyon. Leon, mm. oh, in the south. Yes. In the south. Mm. Yeah, I was in Marseille for a few days, and it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, say, I think they're more way more like open and like more, I know, welcoming. Like, I, I go, I travel to all these places, but I don't drive stick, and so I don't know how I can drive. I mean, I guess I can get an automatic car, but. Drive stick, but for people who are not who are listening, and don't understand what you're saying. Oh, sorry, manual, manual transport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yes, I would. I would go and like you can just drive around France, right? Like it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very easy. Yeah, mm-hmm, it's very um, easy. Also, a question of Aust- uh, Austria in town. Mm-hmm. So you're based in Vienna. Mm-hmm. No, I've never been. Like it looks a great <gasps> city. Um. First of all, if you love cafes, you would love Vienna. Right. There is a big cafe culture. Yeah. in Vienna and I really like finding the really old school ones yeah where they have like you come in there's like like a stack of newspapers you pick up and then you're just there just reading the newspaper and the people around you are older than you like most of the time yeah, you spend yeah. your day there and the pastries are so oh, so good the yeah, pastries so so good and I've, I've been to like Salzburg it's really nice Salzburg, like Innsbruck yeah. is really nice I went to Linz I went to Graz like Austria itself is like not that not that big yeah so it's easy to, it's easy to, like to go around but i highly recommend vienna like i because but also i'm a sucker for like culture and architecture and yeah and history like and so mm. i tried to speak german mm. i learned german yeah um but it didn't stick so <laughs> also austrians have a different like german yeah, yeah of course yes yeah. so <laughs> i learned the other german but um yeah, I, I highly recommend Austria. It's a really, or, or Vienna at least. It's really nice. Yeah, I want to go. That's on my list too, Austria. I will teach you if you're there. Yeah. I'll come with you. Like, <laughs> I'll come with you and show you, show you where to go. <laughs> it's quite a popular thing for Canadians who are studying to go abroad, right? Because I was, I was speaking to Megan, who we both Megan know. Is, Megan was also in exchange. In, in in Aust- like, yeah, like what, what's, mm-hmm. the, what's the go there? Like, why is that a popular? What's that? I think it's a central spot from where That's you why go I everywhere. It. it was central. Yeah. Usually okay. it's that to be like strategic. Like when I went to exchange, I went to Maastricht in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Um, you went to Maastricht, and, yeah, yeah. Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, and it was also like easy to get to other spots because yeah. you get a train station, like you're yeah, like, like, Belgium. I literally live like near the border of yeah, Belgium I was gonna and say Germany you bo- and you Netherlands. Border and, Belgium and Belgium yeah. and Germany. And I and, think I remember taking a train to Paris. A train from yeah, Paris. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You can train Maastricht. everywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. 
so essentially, whenever like all the exchange students, we do like strategic, but strategically mm-hmm. choose our city and our school. My uh, other choice yeah. was Manchester. And oh yeah, yeah. That was my second choice Very because different. in SFU you have to rank three exchange spots, and my oh, yeah. number, yeah. my first one was Vienna, and then Manchester, and then Spain. Yeah, I think my second one was Prague. My sister oh, yeah. did. My sister did exchange in Prague. Yeah, it's but yeah, very, like again, mm. that is a whole thing. Like we do exchange and then strategically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no choice. Wasn't even part of the course, <laughs> <laughs> so I had no no options. But uh, how did you find Holland, Lynn? Was that good? Oh, love it! Yeah, I can always go back. I want to go back for sure. Like at some point, it's yeah. uh yeah, it's like it's a really fun country. Um, I love that they. They seem to be like very happy just doing their own thing. Like they just don't really mind whatever yeah. people are doing outside. And then it's their own culture is very direct as well. So it's something to get used to, right? Mm. Um, but uh, at the same time, like they have all the festivals. Um, they have like they speak perfect like English. Yeah, it's the closest language to English. Officially. And. But at the same time, I was living in a small town. It's like a, it's a, so small. a university town, right? Yeah. So Can like I just say, me, this town very... was like 80% German. Yeah, 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 yeah. 80%. Because the student, because it's border, the city is next to Germany <laughs> and the school is really good. So like all the oh, German okay. from yes. Paris, like yeah. flock No borders. Yeah, literally. There, I was there for a competition because my school sent me there for a business competition and all the friends I made were German. No, all... Yeah, all the friends I'm, I was like, where are the Dutch? Like, what? <laughs> we're the actual Dutch. You were the no, actual Dutch. No, but like, but like, don't you? Like, I love it because it's like my town in like small city, and you can bike like half an hour, and you'd be like around the city, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Half of the whole city, and like, yeah, Big bike culture, isn't it? And lot, lot of bikes. Bike culture, and also it's like they are. I think it's like they used to. A lot of the times they don't have like for us in North America, I think convenience is like the big word, right? Everything has to be convenient and reachable and like mm. open late and like everything. But like there they like they don't mind like store clothes at like four. Yeah, yeah. And like, if that. you miss it, you miss it. And and they just like so chill. Like <laughs> there's no there's yeah, like no. And then also they sell alcohol in grocery stores, very accessible. So Yeah, same as home. Uh, yeah, so, else so like you probably miss it. Yeah, in, in the world. <laughs> um, yeah so so that was great yeah bike culture was fun um and also they have like the whole beer culture and drinking culture huge when they go like coffee coffee for them means like pot and then like the other coffee <laughs> if not they'd be like beer yeah, like they go for like you know how we go for like a coffee to like discuss our things or catch up and yeah. stuff a like coffee that is a coffee. They, yeah. yeah but they would catch up over like a beer like at 3 p.m or something that's like completely normal for them mm. Um, so yeah and then when you ask for a coffee shop be specific um, yes yes yeah. Lovely, so, yeah yeah I think um Holden is, is quite close to where I'm from it's like half an hour on the flight that's awesome so, yeah we're like 30 minutes from Amsterdam so we can get straight in there but yeah I've actually never been to Holland I've only been to Nijmegen I think is the only place I've been um in Nijmegen in Holland they have a massive march every year it's oh about, it's 100 miles I can't remember what the Dutch name is a march uh, yeah, a so march? in the Second World War, in the Second oh. World War, we liberated Holland, but it, we had to march 100 miles, so they commemorate oh. it every year. But in the UK, oh, you, wow. you can do it as a cadet. It's the only country that allows people to go who are under like 18, um, because you're in cadets and you can go and 
<gasps> the miniature. James, you were in Cadet. I was, yeah. So day. was it, so was my partner. He was an oh, yeah. air cadet. Same air as me. Cadet. Air cadet. Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. It's the best one, by the way, if people listen, because you get to be <laughs> flying and yeah. the only, the, the only, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, genuine. So, yeah, That's so awesome. like, as an air cadet in UK, you can go and do um, this this qualifying march in UK over over a weekend, and then if you do that, you get to go to Nijmegen and do it for four Aww. days. Yeah, did not know that. I I went to Amsterdam and Maastricht, but I do want to explore the Netherlands because I found this YouTube channel of how cities are planned in terms of like, for example, if the layout, I, the, the layout, the, <laughs> yeah. the urban planning in the Netherlands apparently is on another level. Very like, well done. Like so and, good. And so my friends here are European. They're like, why, why do I need a car to go anywhere? Like, why can I just transit? Like, why are things so far? Like, why isn't there like a corner store here? Like in suburbia, like why isn't there, mm. et cetera. And so this channel on YouTube discusses how the Netherlands like kind of addresses like these issues. There was, okay. there was um, a city in the Netherlands, I forget what, but they were so concerned about noise pollution that from cars that they decreased the speed limit of cars to 30 kilometers per hour in the city and they changed the make of the tires (laughs) because this make is quieter but like urban planning is very much so meticulous in the netherlands and i want to think yeah okay yeah i think they're very conscious of of the whole thing like it's uh like the whole system, like the way the the road, the layout, and yeah. and how livable it is, and too. yeah, yeah, and how everything needs to be accessible to like everyone, regardless if you have a car, regardless yeah. if you don't have a bike. Mm. Like they're quite progressive in Europe, I think Holland. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent with how they live and what they value. Another in terms great of life. city for like that example, I think it's um in Denmark. Like Copenhagen, <gasps> I they need also to really go to good Denmark. At, like green technologies. And Copenhagen's green. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, yeah. real trend. I want to go. Yeah, Copenhagen's really great. Yeah, like they just live life very cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, way too cool. Go for, for coffee, us. drink. I still. Yeah. I need to finish Scandinavia. I did Sweden <sighs> and Norway, and now I need to like do Copenhagen and Finland and or or Denmark and Finland and mm. yeah, yeah, like yeah. The whole thing. The whole yeah. thing. There's too many places for too little time. It's my rule. Yeah. Mm, they need to get a move on with it. <laughs> Big time. Right. I'm going to ask you some travel questions. Okay. Uh, these are quick fire. So they're supposed to be like, bam, what first comes okay. to mind? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I'm scared. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We're not good with like, <laughs> quick fire. Our podcast name is Please Hold. Yeah. <laughs> one moment, please hold. So this is not might good. not be the optimal <laughs> forum for me and Lee. Yeah. And then... <laughs> After we've done these, we'll quickly finish on where to find you again, and then okay. yeah, okay. It's travel question time, mm. and the first one is going to be if you know each of you, how many countries have you actually travelled to each? Ooh, I will say more than twenty. Yeah, around twenty. Here's a good question: What's been your favourite beach that you've been to on your travels? Oh, I don't really go to beaches. <laughs> <laughs> I can't swim, so like beaches are like a wash for me. 
That is so but, good. But, <laughs> so but, good. Okay, but like there's one beach that I distinctively remember um, in France that we kind of stumbled upon because we went to uh, Marseille. And um, there's an island, it's called Frio Island near Marseille. And up there, it's an island. So we went there for a day and then there's just like these random beaches with no people. It's just like, you know, very pristine, quiet, small. So I distinctively remember that it was a great, yeah, it, during the summer. So it was great um, as well, yeah. Why doesn't Lembong get in Indonesia? Oh, nice. Love that. That's a great answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one. Uh, you are both coffee drinkers, right? Mm-hmm. Massive. So what is a place or a city that you love to go and drink coffee in? Easy, Vienna. Oh, I can't t- I would say yeah, Paris has good coffee. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Paris. But you cannot beat like Tokyo and they're all different types of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. coffee shops. Like they have like themed coffee shops and like Underrated. coffee shops with so many things, right? So yeah. yeah, so that's a whole other thing. That's a good shout that. I like that. Yeah. This will be a tough question next. So I've got, what is your favourite city that you've been to? <laughs> so hard. <laughs> you can maybe have a top three as you travel to a lot of places. Oh. No order, just like three three cities that you uh. love each. Okay, I would say in no order, Vienna, London, and Lisbon. Hmm. Yeah, European. Lisbon is a good mm-hmm. one. I think for me, yeah, um, Kyoto. And next to Kyoto is Nara. It's like a tiny little city. Deer. They have the deer. The deer! Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, definitely London. Like, mm, I, okay. I, I agree with Teresa. Yeah, London. Um, and I think Maastricht, you can, like, really, I just want to go back. Because it's a tiny little city, but you can go everywhere from there. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Next one. Um, I don't know if you both do a lot of walking. But I've got your favorite walk or trek or hike. Actually, in Europe, there's a lot of good city walk because they have walking tours. Mm. And I try to do walking tours like if I can. I, mean, like, I did a Harry tours. Potter walking tour in London. Oh, but yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to count that. <laughs> I'm not going to count that. Um, I would say I would say a good like walk. Um, and you have to walk everywhere anyway is Rome because the transit, I mean, is shit. Like, yeah. Like the train only goes like north and south. So oh, east to west. So what? we're forced to like walk like from one district to Trastevere, which is like kind of like the hippie like area of Rome. And it's mm. so cool when when I walk around Rome because you forget that it's an ancient city. Yeah, and then you freak also have to remember that it's built on like seven hills or eight hills or so. So you think everything's like Gucci and you're like walking and then you're like, oh my God, I'm like walking upward and I'm going downward and then you're doing it. And I was there in the summer and oh, so I wouldn't say it's, I would say it's memorable. I know if it was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's like a favorite. Um, but, yeah. so, but it's a nice, like, I like, I like history. So I like mm. walking and like thinking like, oh my God, the gladiators were here. Like, like yeah, it's yeah. such like That's a cool. cool thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, uh, not, I don't know if it's, again, if it's my favorite, but one of the things I like memorable, that's like when it was in Nice and we like, we walked through Nice the whole day, like through the whole city oh, across the day because we were, we arrived in the morning and mm. we had nothing to do and no real plan. So we just like walk around the city and we see like the, so like the market opening and mm. they, Nice, they have like 
um, a stretch of like one side of the city, just the sea, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a seaside city, so it's so mm-hmm. easy to like see the sea from everywhere you are in the city, mm-hmm. and like you, as you go uphill and to the highest part of the city, you see like the whole thing from there. And they have colorful houses there, <gasps> so everything fun. is so pretty. Yes, <laughs> so it's really it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what is each of your top three? I'll give you three. Again, it's hard one. Your favorite countries that you've been to, you can't in, you can't include your home countries in this. <laughs> Why? Okay. No, I wanna, not okay, then I won't count Austria because I also count that as like. Oh, really you can you can include that because you went you went abroad. So that's fine. <laughs> the UK is a great spot. Yeah, the UK I would say is yeah. the top. Oh wow, one of the top. Yeah, yeah. I will say Japan. Yeah. Just because. Of course. Um, and I think Italy, mm. for me, yeah. Okay. Mm. Chris is still thinking. Okay. She's got the thinking face on. Okay, I would do the UK, Spain, and I also really liked um, Italy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's so similar. limited, James. Like, I have so I know. many. That's why they're tough. They're tough. They're Could be Canada, yo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what is your favorite party place that you've been to? Party place? Like party? party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, um, Maastricht, hands down. It's the best party city. I would say Vienna, but also, like, Barcelona was another level. Mm. Oh, yeah? If in Asia, I would say Hong Kong. Okay. It's, like, unexpected, but it's a very bustling city. Oh, yes. my God, Hong Kong. It doesn't yeah, seem like one. it's, that's like, at night, yeah, a lot of attractions, a lot of, like, parties and, like, nightclubs and, like, markets that you go to. So, yeah. Okay, that's great. Uh, next one is your favorite landmark that you both have seen. Oh, <gasps> I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, actually, one place that I really like, I distinctively remember. I know it's considered a landmark, but I think when mm. I was in Berlin, mm-hmm. there was a spot that commemorates. It's like you. Oh, it's I like know. A I vault know. underground where you look down and it's empty. It's an empty room. Okay. But what it commemorates is it commemorates all the books. So like, apparently there was a library or something there or like yeah. in the city and the Nazi, they burn all, all the Jewish books. books. Yeah, yeah. In the city. And then that room is there to like commemorate all the, the books that was burned, that's lost. Like all the cultures and all the books that was yeah. lost during that time. And I think it's such a powerful spot because it's an empty room. It's like you look down, it's white. It's like there's nothing in it, but like it says a lot. So that was one of the things that I distinctively remember. It's called the Night of the Broken Glass, if you want really? to know the historic oh. uh, facts. Yeah, that's when they burnt uh, I probably, like, yeah, buildings read and about burnt it. books and yeah. broken glass, all the Jewish people in, the, in Germany at that time. Night of yeah. the Broken Glass. There you go. That's cool. I went okay, to Berlin. I did not see that, so I need to find that. Next I time. did not see that either, but I heard of it. I didn't have enough time. Ah, time's always a nightmare, I, isn't uh, it? It is. I was like a broke student, and so I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, much yeah. money do I have to go? Yeah. yeah, I think it was free, because like definitely that's why I went. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found this spot in Portugal. It's called Cabo de Roca, and it's the most western point in Europe. And oh, it's okay. just like yeah. cliffs. And like the water was like insane. Um, and I don't know, it was just like so surreal to be there, like mm. with my family. And I'm just looking at the most western point of Europe. And it was a really okay. nice view. It's very cold and windy, but very nice view. Lovely. Yeah, I like that. I've not heard that before. So that's good for the podcast. Mm. This next question is going to be huge. 
So get your thinking caps on. That's going to be a tough choice. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Maybe your, this <laughs> Your favourite cuisine or food. Oh, God, James. Oh, Adam. no, 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 no. What a great question. I have to pick one. I'll give you two, but that's it, Max. Two. <laughs> this is the worst question you can ask me and Ling. The worst. Yeah, yeah like. You can't choose your without... home uh, food either. Yes! Not allowed. Okay. Not allowed. Oh. Not home food. Because <laughs> oh. it's a given. Hell you no. used it. You like it. So. Uh, On okay, your travels, fine. the country's food, what is it? I will say Italy. Yeah, Italian. Definitely yeah. one of the top, top. It's probably universal. Yeah. Um, uh, surprisingly, but. I would not say, yes, I would not say it's like best, best, but like surprisingly to me, like Prague, they have surprisingly good food. Oh, Czech food. Prague. Oh. Yeah, Czech, yeah. Czech, like overall. Mm. Okay. I did not expect it. So mm. it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I would say Italian as well. And then the yeah. next, my other one would be, I'd say Indonesian food was really good. Mm. Oh, Indonesian. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. was really good when I was there. Like, Obviously, like, I don't know how authentic my stuff is, but, like, the stuff I've had in Bali, but it was really good. All the food there was, like, amazing. That's, like, nasi goreng and stuff like that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that food. Um, okay. If you were both to choose a country to live in that's not uh, your home country or Canada, what would it be? Somewhere in Scandinavia. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I just, like, never been there. So happy. No, but also they're so progressive. Like, they're yeah, so... Yeah, but- <laughs> ahead of us i want to go to new zealand in australia Ooh, i have family there yeah. new zealand yeah and got australia and or got yeah. to go yeah yeah you'll love it's it so far yeah i know it's far but you'll love it okay so i've got a few more questions left um okay. what do you think has been a country on your travels that's been the best value for money that you found oh. that you could travel longer or- portugal yeah, it's cheap, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, I heard it's like super cheap. No, 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 no. Wait, I changed my mind. Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, just, yes. I okay. I measure this by how much beer costs. Yes, <laughs> that's what most people do, right? My beer index. It's not a forget the Big Mac index. This is the beer index. How much does a beer cost per country? Is how I measure. <laughs> If you measure how much alcohol costs, I would say the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, so cheap. Um, but also, like, any spots in Asia overall. It's <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. You just have to be, like, you know, coming from, like, a more powerful currency. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at the same time, yeah, they do have, like, no, the value but, for money. But like, that's not true. Like, in yeah. the Philippines, I would assume a beer is more than a dollar. Uh, but if you compare that to Indonesia, a beer is less than a dollar. Okay. So it's it's weird. And in Portugal, it was so funny because I was like in one of those like tobacco shops. Like it's just like a corner store. Mm. And I I was looking for wine and there was a local like going through like the wine selection with me. And she's like, do not buy any wine more than five euros because <laughs> <laughs> they're all good. So don't, <laughs> yeah. don't buy more than yeah. I was like, okay, and it's and I followed what she said, and all the wine was really good. Um, so yeah, yeah. that that is a <laughs> cheap alcohol. Yes, cheap alcohol. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> and okay, last question, quite important one, uh, semi-serious. So, if you both had a few sentences each to tell people why uh, they should go traveling or why they should make the jump to maybe move to a new country, like you both did, 
uh, what would you both say to those people who are listening today? I mean, why not? (laughs) Why not? That's a good answer. Yeah. It's a good challenge. And you you see new things and you meet new people. And Mm -hmm. if you don't like to meet new people, you can also try new food. Like, there's just so many different aspects. Unless you're like a person who like, don't like to meet new people, don't like new culture, don't like new food, then yeah, maybe stay home. But... (laughs) But if you like remotely and you like, you know, inclined to to try new things and um and kind of like, you know, keep an open mind. And it's yeah. really hard to to stay like close knitted or like cl- yeah, in your spot now with the world, like everything's connected, right? So you just have to be, like in mm-hmm. a way, you just have to be. I would say travel to different areas or different countries to experience like life itself like life in general like most of our times are spent in front of a screen like like right now like yeah and so like travel to expand your horizons like look for you know experience life like not through a screen like people can always say like oh like I've seen that on google like I've seen it like on other people's like blogs like fuck that like don't like (laughs) don't think about that like experience it for yourself like yes Yes. be inspired by by other people like James's podcast or like by like different like accounts of travel but like experience it for yourself and challenge yourself and learning different cultures and I think it's very very important now to learn different cultures because I think it it helps us become better humans it becomes Mm -hmm. it helps us extend ourselves to understand things that we've never seen we don't that we that is not our normal that is not kind of comfortable so yeah Yeah, you have to be uncomfortable in this world like in the world today if you want to be like a citizen of the world in a sense right right point Um, and like we've been cooped up this entire time yeah yeah it's time time. like (laughs) has it not been enough for you (laughs) staying home for the last two years yeah yeah Yeah, that's the whole point this podcast is exactly what you said both said just to get out there and try it and see new cultures right so if we can inspire one person who listened here to maybe yes, take that go. leap. Yeah. That's the one. That's the, that's the aim. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, thanks for that. But I really appreciate also, those like, review, review, leave reviews for people as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I just want to finish on that is the, what I normally finish on, those sort of quotes. But also just quickly, your podcast, One Moment Please Hold, is available every Friday on Spotify and all the other podcast platforms. And you're yes. both available on Instagram, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, so people get listening. Don't hang about. Uh, at the time of recording, they've got two episodes out. By the time this goes out, I imagine they'll be on to the fourth or fifth. So um, don't yes. hesitate to get involved and get listening, uh, which I'm planning to do in the next few weeks. So, Chris awesome. and Lynn, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. It was so much fun. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. And it's great to catch up as well. I've not seen you for a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay, awesome. thanks for coming on. We'll catch you soon. See okay, you guys. bye, James. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my Winging It Travel podcast episode today. You can find me on Instagram at James Hammond Travel or Winging It Travel podcast. You can search for both. I release weekly clips of this podcast episode as well as photos from the last eight to ten years of my travels. You can also find this podcast episode on YouTube. 
please search for Winging It Travel Podcast and you can follow and subscribe today. It'll either be the video of the podcast or there'll be some still pictures to accompany the audio. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook and Pinterest by searching Winging It Travel Podcast. I do release daily content to do with travel and the podcast throughout the week. Also check out my website jameshammond.org. There's content about myself, my travels and there's also a newsletter sign up as well as a contact form. Finally, please rate and review the podcast on Podchaser. This is my platform of choice. Alternatively, you can rate this on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. This really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction for the future in terms of guests and content. And I'm glad to see that you guys are listening out there, reviewing it and enjoying the content so far. Stay safe, stay humble, keep listening, keep traveling, and I'll catch you soon. Cheers, James.